Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Welcome to our Happy Hour podcast. I'm Cheryl Benton, your host today, but let's be honest, not every hour can be happy. And right now, so many of us are feeling an overwhelming sadness and stress with the pandemic, and many of us are grieving for loved ones we've lost. Here to help us deal with some of these feelings is Bob Wright, who's also known as Dr. Bob, the stress relief relief doctor. He's a wellness coach who works with individuals and groups to help get ahead of the stress curve by addressing and resolving habitual stress, anxiety, grief, and chronic pain. So welcome, Bob. I'm so happy to have you as my guest today. Cheryl, thank you so very much for thinking of me and having me on today. And I have to say, I love the name of your podcast. It's so upbeat and and, uh, uplifting and and it is so needed, especially these days. Oh, well, thank you. And you know, we're, we're, we're all trying to be optimistic and at the Three Tomatoes and through our podcast, we're really trying to provide people with you know, uplifting messages and things that we can do every day as we're going through something that we've never experienced before. Um, but I just felt it was important today to talk talk about the serious side and the, the sadness and, and certainly that's here. And, you know, as I said, we're collectively experiencing something that we've never been through before. And there's a lot, lot of fear around everything. There's fear of the unknown. There's stress around the isolation. And there's the loss of so many things from our everyday routines to uncertainty about jobs, the economy. And then there's the overwhelming sadness of so much loss. And for many, many people, the personal loss of loved ones. So we're all grieving too, but in such a different environment. Um, and before we start talking about the grief, and I know that's an area that you specialize in, let's let's start with the stress because I think we're all experiencing stress on some level. So, what are you seeing right now, and what's your some of your advice for coping with our lives right now? Great question, Cheryl. First, you have to admit that uh, that almost everyone uh, around has experienced what I would call a catastrophic bifurcation. That simply means it's a before and after event where your life will never be the same. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that is the first piece that, that, that's helpful. You've, you, you've got, got to recognize this. You, your, your life has been shattered. Our, our, our world has been shattered. Uh, as I looked at the, at the um, pictures of people with the shutdown in India, some of the people were walking three to 400 miles with their children uh, because there was no transportation to get back to their village. So this, this has never happened before. The second thing that, that it, it's helpful uh, to, to really 
really recognize that that that, that um, for everyone, not just you, ju not just me, but we are in basically uncharted territory <laughs> in our world, and um, a, a, a perfect uh, business example of, of this is what happened uh, last week in the oil futures market. Mm -hmm. Oil traded down negative. A negative went down to negative $42 a barrel, which meant that the person that is taking delivery has to, it, it, it is just a mind boggling. I know. And they don't, they don't even know where to put all this oil right now either because it's still anything. pumping and they don't know what happens if you stop pumping. I mean, right. that's a great example. So, 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 so and then, and then the, the other example is that, is that, We've never had a shutdown of, of, of so many things in our society simultaneously. We, the schools are shut down. The colleges are shut down. I remember when I first saw the announcement for Harvard University uh, um, on like the middle of the week, and they said all students have to be off campus by March 15th. I remember being stunned. I mean, in hindsight now, you know, it doesn't look like as big a deal as it was, but I could tell you at the time when that announcement came out, it was it was shocking. And then the students uh, left the campus, um, took some of their stuff, figuring that they were going to come back after um, a, a spring break. And now they find out that uh, um, maybe there may be college in the in the fall. Maybe we don't know at this point. So it's the same thing with. Uh, people with their jobs, especially people in service jobs. You know, people have been furloughed, people have been uh, laid off. Um, some businesses have already gone bankrupt. Uh, and Neiman Marcus filed for bankruptcy. I mean, think about what we're talking about. Neiman Marcus as a store, as a brand, they're at the, pretty much at the top of the food chain as a department store, right? Right, exactly. So yeah, Saks, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom. I mean, and so so for for the entire chain to be filing for bankruptcy, um, um, they've been talking about J.C. Penney. So I, I haven't seen the latest news, but we're we're talking about a, a calamity. So mm -hmm. on a corporate level, on an individual level, and on a worldwide level. So so Cheryl, so since what what people really need our solutions so here's 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 um an approach that can be taken the first thing that you need to do is to take a deep breath and slow down because the average person in their normal work life and daily life they're rushing around especially if you live in a city like new york chicago san francisco etc so so with with the with the um the earthquake-like change that has happened we need to take a deep breath, we need to slow down, and then we need to telescope out so that we can get a greater perspective on what's going on and, and, and what direction we need to, 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 to move in. Do we need to, 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 to move? Um, uh, when I was a kid, there was a TV commercial, um, I think it said, don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the block. And they'd show a kid with a crossing guard and that you'd have to wait and wait until the light turned green. Right. It almost feels like that. And so how do we do that? So, so the first thing that you can do is to be thankful 
that 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 we've survived and that we're okay. You know, the dog's okay, the cat okay. Not for everyone, but for you know many people. And then the second thing that we can do is 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 that we can we can uh, truly be a, a helpful support to our family and friends and colleagues. Uh, and then we can also look at how can we spend more time and truly communicate our sense of love and affection to the important people in our lives instead of rushing around as we normally do. I've got to go here, there, and there, and that's the normal routine. And then after we do that, um, it's helpful to make an assessment of the damage, okay? So you've got to take a look at your finances. You need to look at your, 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 your mental health. You need to look at your, your emotional state, your you know, spiritual side. One of the most shocking things here, uh, um, uh, Cheryl, is, is that people uh, are having a tough time not being able to go to the church, the synagogue, the mosque, to attend to their um, spiritual needs. And mm -hmm. this, this pandemic happened right in the middle of uh, Easter, Passover, and Ramadan. So this is, yeah. this is really serious, um, but it was right um, after Carnival. <laughs> so the yes. people were able to get their licks in, <laughs> you know, so that was good. So, um, and then after you make that assessment, you know, as best you can, it's helpful to, to figure out how to plug the holes by, by, by taking action, the actions that, you know, to, um, that, 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 the things that you can control. So one of the things that you can control, which many people don't realize, is that you can limit the amount of bad news inputs coming to you mm -hmm. from the TV, radio, and social media. So uh, in my particular case, I have actually, I saw something so awful on TV three weeks ago, I disconnected the cable boxes in, in, on both TVs. Wow. Watch uh, on the television, um, uh, old movies, uh, uh, Perry Mason, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got it on Boston Legal. And, and so, um, uh, and, and, and I have really minimized um, and careful, um, um, uh, I'm actually not doing much social media at all right now because again the news is 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 has been so bad. Uh, um, now it sounds like I, I've said, oh, I've been a hermit, but it's actually not true because on my computer, on an average day, I look at about 25 different news websites. Right. So, so I have I have uh, narrowed my focus on what um, I'm looking at. But um, I also, when I go into news, I'm looking at positive news, news sites. So, right. so, so um, you know, part of, of, of lowering your stress is, 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 is figuring out what to focus on. Because, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, the law of attraction shows that, that what we tend to focus on and pay attention to and give time and energy to tends to expand. So if you start your day with bad news, this happens, uh, murders, uh, robberies, you know, for example, in New York City, I've, I've been reading that they're saying the burglary rate has skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. if you focus on that, and then, then your reticular activating system is going to keep pointing that out to you. So I'm not suggesting that we 
we put on blinders. But what I'm, I'm saying is that, that, that to lower your stress and to get a handle on your emotional state, you really have to um, um, pull some of this stuff uh, back. Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree more. And, I, and I've, um, you know, I, I'm limiting the amount of news I watch. You know, I listen to a radio show in the morning that's upbeat and they give some of the, you know, obviously what's going on. And I really limit it to, you know, a half an hour of news at night. And like you, you know, you see things coming in through it. And I know people or who some some people who are home and they're just focused on this 24-7, which is just, you know, throws you into that abyss, I think. So I, I think that is really good advice. I mean, you said two great things. One one was that was terrific. And the other thing is to thinking about the things that you can control because I think so much, you know, as I said, it's the unknown. It's the fear of the unknown. And where many of us are feeling we have no control over this. And to a large degree, we don't have control over the big thing, but there are those other things that we do have control over. And I, I think that that helps a lot. And then I, another, sure, I just want to say, yeah. say where, 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 where to, to segue right into what you're talking about let me make it plain some things we just have to let go of because things are never going to be the way they were so yeah. so so you know this is like um uh, a humpy dumpy moment uh or you know a, a, a broken glass with spilled milk on the floor so okay the glass slipped out of your hand the milk's on the floor so you've got to clean up the glass and and the milk and as we know cheryl whenever a glass breaks you never on the first pass get all of it. Sometimes, yes. you, it, you know, days later, you said, <laughs> exactly. How all the way over here. And that is so exactly this worldwide. We have a mess. Yes, exactly. You know, and there's another thing I want to talk to you too. I mean, you said focus, it triggers that uh, on the, you know, what's going on, how stress uh, impacts our brains and thinking. First of all, I hear so many people saying, you know, I'm having trouble concentrating. I'm having trouble focusing. I thought, well, this will be a great time to read, but I'm finding I can't really get through a book. Some of us are finding ourselves getting a little easily irritated and snippy. I, I have to say, I've been guilty of this. And my husband and I have both worked out of our home for years. So we're used to, you know, being here at home working, but this is so different. And I find, have found myself being a little snippy at times with him. And then I pull back. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I doing this? And then I know people are having anxiety, dreams, and some people may even be experiencing physical pain right now too that's related. So what does stress do to our brain? I know I've, I've read that it actually can change your brain. And are these feelings normal right now? And is it stress related? Um, the, the, the answer to those questions are yes, yes, yes. So of course it's normal to, 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 to have these kind of, uh, uh, crazy reactions to, uh, what we're experiencing. Basically, um, um, this is, this is, this is severe trauma. Uh, pushing many people to the level of stress burnout. If you think about of the, our, our first responders, and in this case, it would be nurses, doctors, EMTs, um, and, and the janitorial staff. You imagine that you're going on, you know, the viruses and you have to clean up. 
I'm thinking about people that work in the funeral homes that, or, or the morgue. It's it, it just mind boggling to me. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, so this is trauma. So whether it, you want to look at it as physical trauma, mental trauma, emotional trauma, it's trauma. And so, you know, many people are, f are familiar with uh, PTSD or post-traumatic Right, exactly. And so, but this is at a higher level because it's not, in, it's not just individual, this affects the collective unconscious. And so what we're dealing with is, is at that on a, um, this, is, this is creating a collective unconscious ex existential grief based on the fear of the unknown, the, the disruption in our daily routines, job loss, um, uh, um, overwhelming sadness, um, um, uncertainty, and then it's the, the speed at which this has happened. So it is, it is as if our past life was just torn away, you know, it's like a scab on right. a roof, just ripped off. And so, so Cheryl, we have multiple trauma losses, including grief and, 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 um, and then, you know, before uh, we came on the show, we were talking about um, how does a person process the grief we're yeah, let, let's yeah, let's talk about that a little bit because we were you know you and I are both sharing some you know some some personal um, comments around that because you know we're all feeling the sad the sadness but some people have very you know they've lost ones because of the disease or in other cases as I was saying to you on the phone I have three friends who had elderly mothers who were in assisted living homes who couldn't visit them now and who ended up dying, not because of the virus, it was, you know, old age, but they weren't able to be there with, with their mothers. People who have died of COVID, their families haven't been able to be there. There's no, all of the sort of, quote, normal grieving process that helps console people haven't been there. You don't have your family and friends to console you. In some cases, there's, you know, people are still waiting to bury loved ones. So, how do people deal? How do we, I guess, recover from this afterwards? And you already talked about post-traumatic stress. I, I have to think that these are things that are going to linger in our society for months to come. And, and we're going to really need a lot of uh, emotional help, I think, to deal with a lot of these issues. So what are, what are your thoughts quickly on this? Okay, so so Cheryl, uh, first of all, I want to say to to you and our audience, you know, I'm feeling your pain and 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 their pain too, because you know, um, as you know, uh, I recently lost my wife. I uh, know she's a beautiful woman. And, yep. Yes, and so and then I, I I as I shared with you before the show, over the past uh, two years, um, you know, I have a large extended family on both sides, in-laws, and you know, have lost. Um, at least 20 family members, and not ah. including friends from college. Um, I, I don't know about high school because I, I have no one's told me so, um, uh, you know, recently. So, so let's cut right to the chase. So the first thing um, that the listeners should really understand is that it's critical to know that the experience of grieving is unique to each of us and it's individual for us. And so 
the way that one person grieves might be very uh, different or opposite than the, the way another person grieves. One person shows emotion, the other person has a delayed reaction for two years, and then they wake up one morning and they're just sobbing. I, you know, I, I had a gentleman share that with me. Um, you know, he was a tough guy at his mother's bedside, and then two years later, you know, he woke up uh, unconsolable, and he, he, he said to me, what's wrong with me? And I said, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You're having a delayed grief reaction. It's okay. And so, so Cheryl, when you ask what can um, you do, you know, basically, there's no easy cookie cutter answer, okay? First of all, we, what we need to do is to understand what the purpose of grief is, and, and you touched on that in, in your question, which is, you know, it, it's, it, the purpose of grief is our body's way of acknowledging the loss of a, club, uh, a, a close loved one, and during the, 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 breathing, the grieving and the bereavement process, um, it allows the body and the mind to recalibrate our brain and nervous system. So for example, uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch the TV show Wild Kingdom. And anyone that's seen that TV show probably have seen like a, a, a cougar, a lion, or a jaguar go after an antelope or some other animal. And then um, often they would show the, um, the, 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 the lion or whatever, uh, uh, grab the animal and almost get it. And then at the last minute, the animal was able to successfully get away. So if you mm -hmm. picture that, the animal um, just got away, um, you know, in the nick of time. And then what, what usually happens immediately, you see the animal shake vigorously for a, between a five and 10 seconds. And then it just goes about its business. Well, that shaking off like that um, is the, the shaking off of the trauma. And so human beings need the same thing. The only difference is, is that we have this thing called the stinking mind brain, which, which mm -hmm. we tend to overthink. You know, there's a guy named uh, 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 Dr. Brad Keeney. He has a technique that he got from the uh, Kalahari Bushmen, which is called shaking med medicine, which, you know, it looks really silly, but that's exactly what it does. It, 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 if you do it, you start shaking the different parts of your body and, and you can recalibrate. So here's the bottom line. When that does not happen, so uh, as we said uh, before the show, it, this is a horrible situation, uh, Cheryl. Um, people are dying. You, you can't visit the people in the hospital. Um, uh, sometimes you can't even uh, attend the funeral. Uh, even if you do, it's, it's remotely, can't be at the graveside. It, 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 is, it, it just almost tears your heart out of your chest. Uh, even if it's not you, you know, it could be a neighbor or your exactly. sister. Exactly, yeah. This is, this, is like a, 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 this is like a punch in the gut a punch in the head and a punch in the back, all in the same time. One, two, three. That is how much it hurts. So this is this is beyond the normal situation. And then when you talk to other people, you're getting similar stories. And then when you, of course, you turn on the TV, then you're getting hit again. So this is very very serious. So there's no there's no easy answer. However. What 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 you can do is this this thing what uh, of of take a look as I said 
what you can control. So one of the, the, the things that people are familiar with is the, the old airline metaphor, before assisting others, place your own oxygen mask on first. So what does that mean in this context? This is the context of self-care, right? So, so especially for women, uh, uh, you know, mothers, any kind of uh, any uh, nurturing, uh, guardian, et cetera, you know, I've been amazed often uh, when I talk to, to, to some women and, 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 and they tell me about their day, their schedule, I said, oh my gosh, you, to do all of that, you have to be a Wonder Woman cape. And then they go, so their weekday is jam-packed, and then the weekend is just, I said, well, when do you rest? When, when, do, you, when do you have time for yourself? So one of the things that this um, pandemic has done is given people time and space, whether they like it or not, and then whether or not you have the, the, whether or not you have the money or not, but the, the issue is everything has been stopped. This is almost like the twilight zone where they hit the stopwatch right. and everything stops. And so during the stop, then you can look at what can I do uh, to bulletproof uh, my, 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 my mental, physical, uh, emotional, spiritual self so that no matter what happens during the day, that it, I'm like in the eye of the hurricane as all this chaos and dislocation and, 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 and just craziness is, is going on. And so, so that is the thing, you know, Cheryl, that, that I mentioned that I'd like to share with your audience that the, the, the gift of a, a mini vacation, and the reason that I use the term mini vacation is because, uh, when you consider uh, every, every New Year's Eve, they do a survey of Americans and they ask, what is your number one uh, New Year's uh, resolution goal that you would like to achieve? And every year in the survey, between 74 and 75%, which is basically three quarters of the population, they say the same thing. I'd like to uh, go to my dream destination or vacation. And so what is that? That is a vacation, right? And so Well, yeah. Well, I know that you promised. I think we're now moving to the happy part of the podcast now. Uh, and I know that you said you would have a gift for all of us today, and I'm very excited about that. So it, this is an exercise around the mini vacation? Yes, yes, yes. Right. So, so, so for listeners, um, I'm the stress relief doctor, and so... My approaches are always things that are, um, are, are unexpectedly easy. And so it is the opposite paradigm of what your normal day, which is uh, like, which is no pain, no gain. Pain, from my perspective, is a warning signal from the body to cease and desist. Now, sometimes you have to work through pain, but most of the time, if, there's a, if you have another option, then you know that's that's what I like. So so the technique that I'm going to show, uh, the way it works is the less effort, the more the greater the benefit. What I call low hanging fruit. Okay. So the the, the technique um, I've, I've designed a custom uh, open focus exercise which came out of uh, uh, neurofeedback and biofeedback. 
Cheryl. Mm -hmm. So essentially what, what, what happens is, is, is that it uses the concept of space to, to generate an elevated relaxation response, and that results in uh, loosening of your muscles, a dissolving of your stress, anxiety, chronic pain, etc. So it, it uses a scale from zero to 10. So zero being no pain, no stress, no anxiety, no grief, and, and um, zero also being uh, uh, um, uh, mental clarity and uh, sense of well-being. So, so it's, it's six things, if you think about that, that if you say to someone, uh, I'm just going to take care of your anxiety today with what's going on, we need a comprehensive solution, right? So, mm -hmm. so how good uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I help your audience out here with um, dealing with, um, you know, very quickly the, 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 these, these elements and, um, and, and, um, and, and you can be the, uh, the test person. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so Cheryl, I'm going to ask you a, a series of questions. And there'll be a short pause between, uh, between each question. So for example, I'll ask you, can you imagine the space inside of your mouth? And so what I want you to do is just get a just imagine and, or get a sense, a feeling sense of the space inside of your mouth. I'll ask you another question like, um, can you imagine the distance between the tip of your chin and the space between the toes of your feet? And so I don't want you to, to try to say, oh, there's, there's five feet between the tip of my chin and the, the space on my feet. I just want you to have a sense of the mm -hmm. distance in space. So there's no need to measure and there's no need to respond when, as I give the questions. So you right. just allow your body to do whatever it wants. So um, uh, we're, we're gonna start. So take a moment now to relax your posture. And when you're ready, Please close your eyes. Can you imagine the space inside of your mouth? And as you, ima and as you imagine the space inside of your mouth, is it possible for you to also imagine the space inside of your throat and the distance between the space inside of your throat and the space between the toes of your left foot. Can you imagine the distance between your eyes? And as you become aware of that distance, can you imagine also feeling into the space between your eyes and inside your eyes and eye socket? Can you imagine that as you inhale naturally, your body begins to fill with space and equally and simultaneously, is it possible for you to imagine that as you exhale naturally, your body is left filled with space, surrounded by space, permeated by space, right where you are? Can you imagine the space in which your stress, 
anxiety, pain, and grief occur, arise, and exist. Can you imagine directing your attention right into the heart of any stress, grief, anxiety, or pain you may have? Feeling deeply into this, those spaces simultaneously. Resting your attention there, bathing your attention there while neither resisting nor encouraging your pain, stress, anxiety, or grief. Can you imagine your breath on the inhale flowing directly up through any remaining stress, anxiety, pain, or grief. And on the exhale, can you imagine your breath flowing back down through the center of any remaining grief, pain, anxiety, or stress? And as it does so, it dissolves your pain. It deconstructs your anxiety. It dissipates your grief and it eliminates your stress as it flows out of your body and goes wherever it wants to go. Can you imagine now opening your focus of awareness to include any remaining pain, stress, anxiety, or grief and simultaneously, can you imagine your feet on the floor, the space inside of the room in which you are sitting, and also imagine hearing silence, tasting silence, and feeling into the space in which silence exists. Can you imagine repeating this exercise two or more times per day? And as you do so, the benefits for stress relief, anxiety relief, grief recovery, and pain relief will magnify each and every time. And when you're ready, please open your eyes. That was amazing. Seriously, I feel so much calmer right now. And your voice is so soothing. So that was truly a wonderful gift. Thank you so much. And I know um, that's going to help a lot of our listeners. That was very special. I really thank you so much. And thank you for being my guest today. And to learn more about Dr. Bob and his wellness coaching, visit stressfreenow.info, correct? Anything else you want to add, Dr. Bob? Yes, I'd, I'd like to add um, 
uh, two free offers to, to your guests. If um, your, any of your listeners contact me and mention uh, the, that they heard me on the Happy Hour podcast, I'll offer them a 30% discount off of any coaching session or, or coaching, coaching, coaching package. And also, if they email me, I will um, I'll send them a, a one-page detailed uh, explanation of open focus how it works and how they can uh, benefit. That's so my email, great. Yeah, give right. us your email address. Yep. My email address is, is dr.bobstressrelief at yahoo.com. So that's dr.bobstressrelief at yahoo.com. And for coaching information, if you just go to stressfreenow.info um, uh, website and click on coaching, I have a contact page there. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, thank, thank you. And um, till we meet again, hopefully in person and hopefully that will be soon. Have a, yes. have a, have a great day. Thank be you. Safe, be safe and be well. You too. Bye-bye.